on this episode, Edging Revisited. This is the Holistic Alpha Male Optimization Podcast, where we help you unleash your true power as a man. Hey guys, welcome back to the Holistic Alpha Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Mathis. Today is Tuesday, July 27th, as I record this. Thank you for being here. I appreciate it. Man, we're getting towards the end of July. Hope you guys are out enjoying the summer. I'm going to be doing that. I'm heading back to the mountains tonight, spend the night up there, get an early morning workout in, take a dip in the lake. It's going to be awesome. Whatever you have access to, you know, maybe you live in an apartment downtown. That's all right. Get outside, enjoy the summer however you can. Uh, whatever you have access to, just get outside, man. It's so good for us to get at that outside time. So today on the show, we're going to talk more about edging. Edging is something that we've, um, of course, ta- of course, talked about at times in the past. However, it's been quite a long time since we've really gone in depth with edging. And I know there's also a lot of new listeners to the show. So we're going to kind of go through edging uh, step by step and look at the different aspects of this. Before we do that, just a quick reminder, as always, I'm here to help you guys. So if I can do anything for you, shoot me a text message, 801-742-1439, or you can book a clarity call with me, go to calendly.com slash Stephen Mathis, or hit the link in the show notes for that as well. Speaking of clarity calls and or uh, shooting me a text message, I know that uh, like a lot of the things that we talk about, some of what we're going to talk about today is probably not stuff that you're talking to other people about. So if you have questions or Um, issues or challenges or whatever. If I can help, I would love to. So feel free to hit me up. So let's talk about edging. Here's a quick plan for what we're going to talk about in this episode. First of all, we're going to uh, define edging, what that is. We're going to talk about the benefits. We're going to talk about some of the potential drawbacks. Uh, We're going to talk about the question of whether to edge or not to edge. We're going to talk about when and where. And then we'll go into how to edge uh, mindfully and powerfully. And then we'll finish up with kind of taking it, progressing it to the next level, starting to move energy around those sorts of things. So first of all, let's define edging. Uh, Edging has potentially a couple of different definitions, but there's one that I use typically on this show or how I um, use this term in terms of what I'm referring to. And that is basically the act of masturbating without ejaculation at the end. So that is edging, right? Masturbating without ejaculating at the end. Now you could apply the term edging um, and some people sort of in the world in life do apply that term to being with a partner and you still you know, definitely can. But most of the time when I talk about it on this show, I'm talking about that solo version of edging. So again, the definition really simple, it's masturbating without ejaculating at the end. Now there's obviously more to it than that, but that's the, I mean, pretty much if you're doing that, you're edging, right? So let's talk about some of the potential benefits. One of the very, very biggest ones is it allows you to actually tap into and enjoy your sexuality as a man in a healthy way, right? So we know if you've listened to this episode at all, or you're familiar with no, or not this episode, this show at all, or if you're familiar with, you know, no fap or any of that, we know that uh, masturbating to the point of ejaculation on a regular basis is not a good idea and is going to drain you and drag your life down in a lot of ways. So edging at its most basic level gives us a way to tap into our sexuality, uh, whether we have a partner or not, and do it in a healthy way that's not going to 
drag us down. Now, more specifically, one of the benefits is it's very much going to boost you and lift you up. So when you edge, um, and this certainly applies to, uh, you know, having sex with a partner without ejaculating as well, um, even more powerfully, but when we're edging alone, uh, we're boosting that sexual energy, you boost that charge, right? So if you think about a time when you've masturbated in the past, you know, to the point of ejaculation, think about what happens, right? That energy basically builds up and builds up and builds up. And then it gets all released and you're like, bleh, and you just lay there or you feel really shitty or whatever, right? So um, what we're doing with edging is we're tapping into that boost or tapping into that charge, right? So in addition to just the overall, like getting to experience that aspect of being human, we're getting to experience the boost and the literal, literal energetic charge that we can give uh, that we can get from that it will really charge you and lift you up when done uh, mindfully and uh, consistently and kind of as we'll talk about so you get to tap into that part of you in general and enjoy it um, you don't have to try to like shut that part of you down which i think is not a healthy way to go let's address that part really quick for a second and we'll kind of get more into this in terms of whether to edge or not to edge when we get into that in a moment um, but the idea of nofap hard mode which is just one term, but basically the idea of completely, you know, not only eliminating porn, but eliminating any masturbation of any sort uh, whatsoever, I think is not really a sustainable solution. Of course, there are a very small number of men uh, and women, of course, that choose to engage that kind of path in their life. Um, and I do think it has some potential short-term uses, which we'll talk about, but as a long-term strategy, it doesn't really work. We kind of, we're in a little bit of a you know, use it or lose it kind of situation like we are with the rest of our body, our brain, our muscles, all of our body. We need to, if we're not using it, exercising it, um, using it for what it was designed for, it kind of withers away, right? Just like a muscle does, your sexuality is going to kind of do that same thing if you just ignore it. And so the one of the things that edging allows us to do is it allows us to um, not ignore it, to instead actually tap into it, to benefit from it in so many ways, including that energetic charge. Another big benefit of, edgi of edging is that uh, it will help you practice for when you're with a partner. So a lot of guys I talk to, they're in a situation something like this. They have a girlfriend. They see their girlfriend maybe once a week, right? Or twice a week. And they typically end up having sex with their girlfriend on that day or those days, right? In between, um, they're, they know, they've kind of come to the point like, okay, I know that I need to not you know, ejaculate so that uh, so that I don't drain that energy. So they've kind of like moved past that, but they're also in a place where they're basically just not masturbating at all in between there, which can be okay, but can actually be better because if you're edging, you're not only getting to benefit from that in terms of enjoying it, but you're getting practice when you edge mindfully. And as I'll get into a little bit, um, it helps you be better. It helps you be better with a partner. Uh, it helps you understand yourself better, what's happening in your body better. And that translates to a better experience with a partner. And it helps you gain better control or guidance rather. I guess maybe guidance is a better word that can, than control when it comes to what's happening in your body. It gives you a better ability to guide that. And so really it leads to you being much better when you do it mindfully. And of course, if you're doing it in you know, less productive ways, then it's not going to lead to that. It can potentially lead to having problems. But when you do it mindfully and you do it as we'll kind of talk about, it can really actually lead to being a much better lover, being better with your partner because you know yourself better. You know how your body works better. 
Um, and you get the actual practice. I mean, listen, let's like, you know, let's be real for a second. If you were, if you were playing basketball, um, if you're on a basketball team and you had, you know, a game, let's say you had a game once a week, um, you wouldn't expect to go out to that game having not practiced at all and play well, uh, obviously you would practice every day, right? So of course, dating is not a game and that's not what I mean, but the analogy still holds true, which is this, if you want to perform well, you need to practice in between those experiences, right? So that applies to being with a partner as well. So you can perform better, have better experiences with more connection, with deeper connection with your partner if you edge mindfully and practice on your own and get to know your body better. So another big, big benefit of edging. Another benefit that I'll just kind of touch on, which I already kind of touched on energetically, but one thing I will say more specifically when it comes to that, and this is something I know so many guys that experience this, um, if guys that I've worked with, just friends, you know, people that I've talked to from the show, one of the specific things that happens is just literal physical energy, like energy for physical training, energy to recover quicker from physical training, um, energy to go out and get all the shit done that you need to do during your day. You can seriously build up that energy by edging. So those are most of the benefits, right? To kind of touch on them relatively quickly. Let's talk about some of the potential drawbacks. Um, one potential drawback is that you might, if you lack, uh, I shouldn't say if you lack, you don't lack anything. If you uh, have not yet built enough discipline, then you may end up going over the edge and ejaculating. And that's not gonna be good because it's gonna drain you, right? I will say that's of course gonna happen sometimes. Like even the most, even the most disciplined men have had in their journey that happen accidentally, right? So it's going to happen sometimes, but if it's happening too often, uh, that can definitely be a problem, right? And we'll talk about in a minute with some of the tips in terms of how to approach edging that can help you avoid that. But if you are going over the edge too often, then that can be a major drawback, right? So we need to be in order for it, in order to experience the benefits, we need to be really disciplined and consistent in that discipline. So I guess one of the really potential drawbacks is if you're not quite yet consistent in that discipline, then you might end up just, you know, end up kind of like draining that energy. So it's a little bit of a journey and kind of walking in line to get there. But that's one of the potential drawbacks. The other one really, I suppose, is just that it can become, you know, maybe potentially too much of an obsession, just like anything. I mean, literally anything. People get to go overboard with anything and they do. Every, anything and everything you can imagine, we can go overboard with it, right? Too much of, of anything. We can't like, well, uh, we can't make our life about one thing, right? So we don't necessarily want to make our life just about this. And if you have like, you know, real obsessive kind of tendencies, like I, I've yet to really deal with virtually anybody that really takes that too far. I think even the people that spend more significant time, they have the time and it's in a really healthy way. Um, so I don't think it's about the amount of time. I think it's about the way that we approach it, right? We can get sort of obsessive and addictive with anything. So even if you're not ejaculating at the end, there probably is a point where it would just be too much and we need to do other things in life, <laughs> right? So that would be one of the other potential drawbacks. Um, the other potential drawback is doing it in a way that leads to a path that you don't want to go down, meaning just because you don't ejaculate at the end doesn't necessarily mean that you're that you're edging in a way that's going to lead to, for example, better performance with a partner. 
right? Or it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to, depending on how you're do, doing it, that it's going to lead to, you know, you really understanding your body better and things like that. So one of the benefit or one of the drawbacks, excuse me, is that if we don't do it in, you know, not that there's one right way, but if we don't do it under the right principles and, uh, and mindfully, then it, then it can be kind of a drawback, right? So that, that's really it. I mean, the bottom line in my mind is this is a hugely beneficial thing that the vast majority of guys should be doing on a very regular basis consistently, um, except for brief, brief periods when it's maybe not the right thing. So I think once we heal our sexuality, once we get away from porn, once we do those, those sorts of things um, to kind of get rid of some of the more negative aspects, then we sh can and should incorporate edging into our life on a regular basis. And I talk to, I've talked to so many men, countless men, you guys that have called in from the show, you guys, you know, some of you guys that are clients that are listening. I mean, I've talked to so many men, worked with so many men who've experienced the benefits of this. Um, both single men, men in relationships where they've experienced significant benefits uh, in that relationship because of a consistent edging practice. So this is really a very, very positive thing uh, for the most part, the vast majority of the time for most men. So speaking of that aspect, let's talk about when to edge or not to edge. Because of all the benefits that I just talked about, it's right for most men the majority of the time as long as you're doing it in a disciplined way. What I would say is... If you are in the very early stages of trying to break a significant porn habit, uh, then a complete break can be a good thing. Uh, or if you are in the early stages of trying, whether it's with or with or without porn, if you're in the early stages of trying to break like a very consistent um, ejaculation habit, meaning like let's say multiple times a day, you know, or at like between one and three times a day or something like that every day. Um, and you're trying to get away from that, then a break without anything, of course, can be a good thing. So that's really when to not edge is just sort of in those early stages. And what I mean by early stages is kind of going to depend on your exact circumstances. You know, for some guys that might be a week or two, they're like, yeah, you know, they just need that little bit of a break and then they can start edging and be just fine. Um, for some guys, it might be a month or two months or three months or something like that. It really just depends on your particular circumstances. Or it may be that based on where you're at in your journey, you can just transition into edging or go right into edging and you don't, you know, you don't need a break. So it's something that you kind of need to think about your particular circumstances, right? If you are in a situation where, like I said, you're really trying to, in the early stages, just break away from a really strong porn habit, a really strong ejaculation habit, um, then taking a break can be a good thing. But other than that, um, edging is a, is a good idea and we should do it. Right. And, um, I mean, obviously we enjoy it, right? You can enjoy it. It's okay to enjoy things in life. Right. And it's okay to enjoy this too. Um, and let's make sure and remind ourselves of one thing. I was reminded of this today, actually, when I spoke with a client and that is, uh, let's enjoy the process man. let's enjoy the process. Whether it's this, it's, you know, uh, training your body, you know, your physical fitness, it's, uh, you know, nutrition, it's your business, it's a relationship. We get so goal oriented sometimes. Just enjoy the process. Enjoy the process of life. Same thing with edging, right? Maybe your goal with edging is that you want to rebuild your sexual energy. You want to start getting morning wood again. You want to fire up your libido, which all those things it will do. But, you know, let that happen. Instead of being so focused on that, just enjoy the process as, as you go along. You know, maybe you're in a relationship 
And, um, you know, I mean, I've had many clients like this. Maybe you're in a relationship, your libido is kind of a dragon, right? Not getting morning wood, you're not really feeling into it. And, and edging is something that can actually really help you fire that up and thus make your relationship actually better. Um, instead of making the relationship better, being the goal, just enjoy it. Enjoy the process. So let's talk about uh, when and where to edge. Now, this there's no right answer here, but again, kind of some principles, right? When early in the day is great because if you remember, of course, we've talked about morning wood kind of a lot on this show and our, when does our body do that, right? We don't randomly get, well, I mean, at some times in our life, sometimes we do, right? In various circumstances, but in terms of a regular everyday occurrence, it's not like we're getting, you know, it's not like we're getting wood at, at 6 p.m. or something on, on an everyday basis, right? We get morning wood for a reason. So that leads to the rather obvious conclusion that actually the morning time is a great time to do that. So in fact, if you're not getting morning wood, if you start edging on a regular basis in the morning, um, that actually might help fire that up where you start getting morning wood all on its own. Um, but in the morning is a great time. Of course, there's no right or wrong time, um, but in the morning is a great time. Plus, if you do it in the morning, because most guys are going to find this energizing, you're probably going to be better off doing this earlier in the day. Now, you can edge late at night, and um, if you're real kind of tired and sleepy, then it's not going to necessarily like keep you awake or anything, um, but it is kind of energizing. So, right, so use that energy, right? Take that do it early in the day, take that energy and then go and do stuff with it. You know, take it into your workout, take it into your business, take it into, you know, playing with your kids, like whatever that, it gives you that physical energy, that mental energy, that drive. So do it earlier in the day, in the morning, and then take that energy and go out and do stuff with it. Um, ideally, ideally, right? But anytime is, I think, a good time, as long as it's private, you can do it, right? Um, in terms of where, now this is an interesting and actually, one more thing is in terms of the win that I forgot to mention. Before you work out, great time to edge. Great time to edge. Take that energy immediately. I mean, I kind of did mention that, but again, I've worked with a lot of guys who will do this as a regular practice. Edge immediately before a workout. Take that energy into a workout. So another good time to do it. Let's talk about where, okay? Where. This is like environment is everything. You may have heard me talk about on a previous episode. Um, when soldiers in Vietnam or U.S. soldiers in Vietnam by at a certain point 20% of them approximately were addicted to heroin in Vietnam um, which was obviously a big number and you know the government started to like be aware of this and follow it and study it and do all the things and what they discovered is that when those soldiers came back uh, came back from Vietnam they came back to the U.S. the vast majority of them actually did not continue using the, the vast majority of them, something like 90% stopped using. And that's completely opposite of what you think about when you think about somebody trying to break an addiction. What happens if somebody, you know, I, I mean, so many of you guys, you might be in this, you might've been in this scenario yourself, or you know somebody who has been, I mean, this is obviously a challenge for a lot of people, right? So how often does somebody go to rehab um, for some kind of addiction and then come back and then, and then relapse? It's, it's the opposite percentage. It's something like 90% or more, depending on what drug and what you're talking about and all that, but something like 90% or more will relapse after coming out of rehab. Why is that? Why the opposite? Why soldiers come back from Vietnam and 90% of them leave their addiction, but somebody goes to rehab and they come back and they 90% of them relapse? It's their environment. Their environment 
is everything. Our environment is huge. When we change our environment in really significant ways, we can significantly change our life, our way of being, our mentality, our habits. So much of our habit is actually dependent upon our environment. In fact, you can really use your environment in effective ways in terms of where you, you know, place things and get things ready. Just like real simple example is getting your clothes ready and laying them out for the next morning. Part of that is literally setting up your environment so that the next morning you wake up and your clothes are there, right? But environment applies in so many ways and environment applies when it comes to edging. So a lot of, think about like, you know, either you as a kid, or if you think about just a sort of, you know, stereotypical um, teenage boy, what's typically happening, right? He's like sneaking in the bathroom to, you know, jerk off in 45 seconds or something, right? So obviously there's some unhealthy parts about that, the 45 second part, the fact that it's sneaking, right? It doesn't have to be sneaking. It's not bad, but part of that is the environment, right? It's like in the bathroom, right? I'm not saying there's anything bad about the bathroom, but look at the environment where you do this. So if you have historically kind of like masturbated as like a, uh, in like a place that you've snuck away to, if it feels like a place that you've snuck away to, right? Like it's like you're doing the bathroom when you're supposed to be showering or whatever, you know? And like, I mean, guys do all kinds of things and that's obviously a very common one, but look at, look at um, where you're doing it. And then let's say, okay, how can we be more, how can we be more mindful and healthy about that? Our environment matters. So if we want to practice to be better with a partner, and if we want to tap more into our healthy sexuality, um, stop doing it in the bathroom, go to your bedroom. Where are you going to likely have sex with a partner? Probably in your bedroom, right? So I would suggest that where you do it, can have an impact. There's no right or wrong answer, but think about the association that you have of the place where you've maybe done this in the past, right? And maybe think about if there's a better potentially place that would be, that would tap more into the healthy aspects of your sexuality where you're not sneaking away, where, you know, it's maybe in an environment where you're going to be with your wife, where you're going to be with your partner instead of this like thing that you're sneaking off and doing on your own. Okay. So when and where. Now let's talk about how to edge mindfully and powerfully. Um, now, again, there's no like precise step-by-step. These are kind of principles that we want to live by. Um, one of them, as I mentioned, is mindfully, mindfully. The name of the game here, if you want to get the most out of this, is to be aware of what's happening. And that means that you're going to take your awareness away from porn. This any healthy edging, if you've been listening to the show, I should really clarify because if this happens to be the first episode that you listen to, absolutely, this should not include porn. We need to eliminate porn from our life, right? It should not include porn. So if you're, anytime I refer to edging, I'm talking about edging minus porn, okay? But not only have we taken our awareness away from porn, but we will also want to take it really as much as possible away from like fantasy. We don't want to just create, we don't want to just recreate the, the porn in our head, right? That's still, it's disconnecting you. It's taking your awareness away from what's happening in your body and onto this other time, other place, right? If you're in a mental fantasy, if you're, if you're watching porn, whatever, your awareness is on some other time and some other place. And we want to bring that awareness back to now and to what is happening in your body right now. So if you are edging mindfully, what that means is bringing that awareness to 
what is happening in your body. Stop fantasizing, get away from porn, pay attention, just listen to your body, listen to what's happening, okay? The next thing is, uh, well, let's just talk about another logistical thing that comes up, question that often comes up is lube. Should you use lubes? Should you not? Uh, my suggestion is absolutely you should. Uh, and I personally think, and a lot of guys that I've spoken with and worked with and whatever, um, coconut oil works fantastic. I would not suggest using some kind of like, um, without naming any like brand names. If you just go down to, you know, your local like Walgreens or whatever, most of that stuff is really chemical, uh, junk that you do not want on your junk when it comes to like lube, right? So coconut oil is natural. It works fantastic. It works great for edging. One of the other things about coconut oil is you don't have to like wash it off. You know, if you're using some other kind of like lube, you don't want to have to have something that you have to wash off. Coconut oil will basically just absorb eventually. You can wipe off a little bit of extra or whatever and go about your life. So coconut oil works great. And I would highly suggest um, using that. Next, in terms of how to edge, um, we want to get away from the, we want to get away from those old habits. Let's go back to that you know, um, 15 year old boy, you know, sneaking into the bathroom to jerk off in 45 seconds. We want to basically move as far away from that as we possibly can. So one of those ways is obviously we're going to extend the time. Um, but another one of those ways is that we're going to, uh, we're going to focus on, on enjoying the experience instead of being focused on the end result. So one of the things is you're, you're you're focused on moment by moment. It's all about the journey. It's not about the destination because the destination has changed. There is no real real destination. The only destination is just to enjoy the process. So that's a big shift, actually. It's like that's one that we actually should take a second and kind of let that sink in because for a lot of guys that like you know it's all about the destination, whether they're alone or whether they're with a partner or whatever. It's like historically for most of their life for i know for a lot of you guys it's been about like oh it's all about the destination it's all about getting there so that's a really fundamental shift to just say okay it's not that it's like we're trying to avoid that it's more let's pay attention to the rest of it and let's be aware of the rest of it and let's enjoy that journey and that process the next thing is as we move away from that teenage boy experience is how you actually are how you are actually using your hands and stimulating yourself. Meaning you want to get away from like death grip kind of stuff. You want to mix up how you're doing it. Don't do the same thing with the same hand at the same speed all the time, right? Like mix up the pressures that you're using, mix up the hands that you're using, mix up the, you know, and we can talk about like flashlights and things like that, which we won't even really get into. We'll talk about that on other episodes, but um, mix up what you're doing, mix up what you're doing, how you're actually going about it. That's a really important thing because that helps you again, understand how your body responds to different things. And it really importantly, it helps retrain your body to respond to different things. So one of the, one of the challenges that guys run into a lot of times when it comes to sex is their, is their masturbation habits have programmed their mind and body to respond in a certain way to a certain kind of stimulation. And and, and when, and when the stimulation and the action and the whatever of being with a partner goes away from that, it can derail things, meaning, you know, like premature ejaculation, meaning maybe not getting stimulated enough, right? If somebody, if a guy's like in the like death grip, you know, mode, then 
a lot of types of making love of having sex with a partner is not going to be as, you know, as fast, as hard as stimulating that kind of thing. Right. So mixing up how you're actually going about it, um, not only helps you understand how different things make you feel and, and what your body responds to when it comes to that, but it also helps retrain your mind and body to be better with a partner. So, you know, those are the big things. Those are the big things in terms of how to edge. We're going to talk a little bit more um, just in a moment here about kind of taking it to the next level, but let's rewind again, kind of what the basics are, right? Move away from porn, move away from fantasy, bring your awareness into what's happening in your body. Take your time, do it in an environment that's a healthy environment. It doesn't need to be something that's sneaking away. If it is sneaking away, talk to whoever you need to talk to. Like if you have a partner or wife, you should bring her on board with the fact that you do this and that you're doing it partially so that you can actually be better when you're with her. Don't make it a secret. It doesn't need to be something that you sneak off and do, right? So move away from the porn, move away from the fantasy, have awareness in your body, uh, pay attention to where you do it, uh, use lube, ideally coconut oil, but you know, there's no, I mean, choose your path, right? Uh, but coconut oil works great. Um, vary up, vary up, <laughs> mix up the, uh, the kind of stimulating that you're doing, you know, the kind of like how you're actually touching yourself, the hands that you're using, the speed, the firm, all that kind of stuff, mix it up, experiment with different kinds of stuff. Um, and listen, listen to your body, listen to your body as you go with those general principles and knowing that, you know, you, it's going to end and you're not going to ejaculate. That's the basics. That's the basics. Now, speaking of that, it's going to end and you're not going to ejaculate. One tip that I want to give you is, which can be really helpful, especially in the beginning, is to set a timer. So like if you're in the very beginning stages of trying to start edging and you're worried that rightfully, maybe not worried, but you have a concern rightfully that you're going to go over the edge, right? Um, set a timer. When that timer goes off, you're done. And then you can gradually increase that time. And then eventually you won't need a timer because you'll have the discipline and you'll have the control. So at very first, maybe set a timer for five minutes, right? And your goal is like, you go the five minutes, you don't ejaculate before, before the five minutes is up. When the five minutes is up, you're done, right? Maybe it's 10 minutes, maybe it's two minutes, maybe it's 20 minutes, whatever. Use a timer, figure out what's right for you. But using a timer can help you to be disciplined where you know, okay, now it's time to stop, right? And that can help you maintain that discipline. So let's talk about lastly, kind of progressing, moving this to kind of the next level, um, starting to move energy around and things like that. So one of the big benefits, which I didn't really uh, touch on at the beginning, but I'm going to touch on now is that when you, as you edge, you can gain mo much more ability to move that sexual energy around your body, which is part of what we want to do. So if you are engaged in uh, or even just let, have the idea of of practicing semen retention of using that energy to build other areas of your life. In order to do that, we need to move that energy and transmute it into other kinds of energy. That's where it can really serve us. Now, some of that will happen kind of automatically, but we can also through edging and through doing it mindfully, we can start to really, really move that energy, like powerfully move it through our body. Now, I have a previous episode, not too far back. Um, specifically on moving sexual energy. So I'll put um, I'll put a note in the show notes about which episode that is, so you can go back and listen to that one if you'd like to, um, or if you just scroll back, you should yeah, you should see it. But that one goes into more depth about moving sexual energy. But that is certainly one of the benefits of edging, 
is that you can start to do that. And that's how you're going to learn to do that. That's how you're going to learn to do that. One thing that, um, that I've talked about occasionally, um, and the reason maybe I don't talk about it more is because I think it's a little bit harder goal. I think most guys um, or all guys can still do it, but it takes more consistency. And that is getting to the point where you can have full like level 10 orgasms without ejaculating. It takes some practice. It takes a little bit of a journey. It takes some Kegel strength. It takes, you know, partially it takes edging and being able to move sexual energy because it, in order to have that orgasm without ejaculating, what's happening in that instance is that energy, instead of being released through ejaculation, that energy is sent through the rest of your body. So the more that you practice in edging, uh, being able to move that sexual energy around, the closer you're going to get to that. Now, coming back to just the process, instead of that necessarily being the goal, um, as you go through the process, what you'll find is that as you start moving that energy, um, you'll feel it in really, you may feel it in really powerful, amazing ways. Let me give you an example. A lot of men, just ones that I've talked to, let alone, you know, countless men out there throughout the world have, have had an experience where they're edging, they're moving that energy. That energy goes like kind of up their spine, up to their head and like, boom, creative idea. That sexual energy is creative energy. And everything we do in life is creative. Everything, like creating the life that we want, right? I mean, you're familiar with that phrase, right? Like we are creating, we're creating the life that we want. You don't have to be an artist or something like that. Everything you do is creative and sexual energy is creative energy. So along the way, along the journey, you're gonna hopefully have experiences where you'll move that energy and it'll be like, you know, boom, you'll have an idea. You'll have some sort of inspiration to tackle some challenge or, you know, whatever. It's gonna transmute into that, into those other forms of energy. So as you edge, you want to start to work on doing that. Now, as I said, listen to that episode uh, that goes into more details on that. The basics of it is really we have what's uh, what's called our microcosmic orbit. So if you imagine a circular or oval kind of path starting in your, you know, starting in your genital area, like your perineum area, and going back to the base of your spine, up your spine, up to the crown of your head, down the front of your face, down the front of your body, and completing that circle. We basically have this pathway, right? If you look at, you know, atoms on a molecular level, right? Things are spinning in a circle all the way up to the planets, you know, rotating around, rotating around the sun. Everything is in this circular pattern that that applies to the sexual energy in our body as well. So we basically have that kind of circular path. So as you start edging, you want to start moving that energy along that pathway. And it's going to take, at first, it's going to take some you're not going to really feel that. And then you're going to start to feel it move up like a little bit. And then you're going to start to feel it move up a little bit more. And then you're going to start to feel, and you're going to kind of gradually open up that pathway. And as you open up that pathway through edging mindfully and through having the intention and using some of the techniques that I talked about in that other episode, you can start to really move that energy, really open up that pathway. And then once you open up that pathway, then all kinds of awesomeness happens because the sexual energy transmutes into other energy easier. You gain much better control, whether you're alone with a partner, because you can move and diffuse that energy and it doesn't build up excessively. So opening up that energetic pathway um, is a really, really powerful benefit of edging. And, uh, and that's really the way to do that. I mean, yeah, you can do that with a partner, but even if you are married, you know, even if you're having sex on a regular basis, you taking the time to edge and to learn to move that energy in your own body where you can just exclusively focus on what's happening in your body um, will benefit your relationship for sure. 
Um, and that's really the way to, to practice and be able to move that energy. So that's edging, you know, I mean, other questions come up, everybody's in a different place on the journey. I'd be happy to talk to you about it. Um, you know, there, there are of course, more things that we can dive into specifically techniques around moving the sexual energy techniques around, um, you know, learning how to have multiple orgasms without ejaculating, um, techniques for how we can dial back. Right. So one of the things of course, with edging is that the path of this looks different. If we go back to that, uh, to the, you know, 15 year old boy in the bathroom, sneaking off to jerk off in 45 seconds, it's this, it's this path of like, do, do, do one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, 10 done. Boom. Right. Edging is like up, down, up, down, up, down. So there's some techniques and things that we can go into in terms of how do you bring that energy back down when you need to bring it back down, right? How do you guide that up and down as you need to? Things like that. So there's obviously more that we can go into, but those are the fundamentals. Those are the fundamentals. And if you put edging into practice on a regular basis and you approach it with discipline, and I'll say one more word on discipline or one more thing on discipline, and that is this. Uh, take, be one extra step cautious. So here's what I mean by that. If you're walking... Like if, if you're at the edge of, if you're at the edge of your stairs in your house, you're going to have no problem walking right up to the edge of the stairs and like literally hanging your toes off the, off the edge and, uh, and just like standing there, right? You're not going to be scared that you're going to fall. You're standing at the top stairs. You're fine. Conversely, if you were standing on the edge of a cliff, let's say it was a 1500 foot drop. Um, you're probably going to like, you know, you're not going to get, then this depends on how like scared of heights you are as an individual, but all of us, I think, other than a rare few are not going to get anywhere that close. You're going to like, you're going to be a couple steps back at least probably or something. You're not going to get that close to that edge. You're certainly not going to be hanging your toes off the edge most likely. So what I would suggest is that approach edging the same way, right? You don't, you don't want to accidentally go over the edge, the momentum that you kind of lose. And if that happens, I mean, listen, don't beat yourself up, right? You just like get back on the horse, keep moving. Um, and, and, and keep stepping forward. Don't look back. Uh, but we do want to try to avoid that because that's going to drag you down. So the way to avoid that is just be one extra step or two cautious, like stop a little bit before you think you need to don't try to take it quite so far as you move further along in the journey. And as you try to like, if you do get to the point of where you're trying to have like full level 10 orgasms without ejaculation, which, which will take some practice. But as you get there, you know, in order to even attempt that, you're going to probably have some, you know, you're going to have some times when you fail at that, um, at that, at that sort of technique. Right. Um, so that's going to happen, but early on in the journey, especially just take that extra step or two, um, take that extra, uh, little bit of caution. That way you don't go over the edge because much better off to not get quite so close to the edge and still have like what ends up being a productive, healthy thing, uh, versus going over the edge and like, meh, you know, set back. So take that extra step or two of caution. So hopefully that helps you guys. I, like I said, edging is something that I think is really beneficial and helpful for uh, the vast majority of men, the vast majority of time. Um, there's, uh, in my mind, not only nothing wrong with it, I think it's incredibly healthy. I think it will help you be the best that you can be. I think it will help you tap into your sexuality. I think it will help you uh, be better with a partner if you're doing it in the ways that we talked about which can only be a good thing, right? More can, I mean, if you have a partner being better, connecting deeper, lasting longer, um, is a, is a good thing. It's a great thing. So enjoy the process as you go, harness the benefits that can come from it 
and man, edging. That's edging. So thanks for listening, you guys. I appreciate it. Like I said, uh, if you would like to chat about this or if you have other questions or anything I can do for you, hit me up by text 801-742-1439 or book a clarity call. Go to calendly.com slash Stephen Mathis or hit the link in the show notes. Thank you again for listening. Oh, you guys rock. I'm so appreciative. Man, every time I get off a clarity call, a coaching call, I just like, I always have this moment where I just think, man, I am really fortunate to be doing what I'm doing. I love connecting with you guys. I seriously, um, you know, whether it's coaching calls with clients that I've had for quite some time, it's brand new clarity calls. It, I enjoy all of it. I'm always learning stuff from you guys, from the experience of working with you guys. I love to hear about you guys getting out there, kicking ass, um, growing, and I'm trying to do the same thing too, man. I mean, we're all on a journey here, so we're on, a, on it together. And let's get out there and kick ass, get after it. And we'll talk to you on the next episode.